0: Oh, I have got a fun one for you today. Well, not fun if you're a reality TV star who just went through a very public breakup after finding out your boyfriend of a few years who you just moved to New York with has been cheating on you for the majority of your relationship. Hello again, Blythe Bremley with digitaldispatch.io. And if you're wondering what the hell this has to do with logistics or marketing, just bear with me as I use this as an example of the social media mob swarming on this guy who made a very bad, very public mistake. And now the mob is going after him with their mouses and their keyboards being used as the modern day pitchforks. It's a lesson in brand safety that every company, even personal brands, need to be prepared for if it ever happens to you. So time for a good story. Well, not so good if your name is Naomi from Southern Charm, but it's a lesson that everyone should be able to take out of this show, and that is protecting your social media accounts for when the mob starts to swarm. Hope y'all enjoy
1: topic i have been waiting all week to talk about this with someone other than people on internet message boards because it, it all ties into the world of brand safety, and trust me, I will get there. But a little bit of a guilty pleasure for me is this reality show called Southern Charm. It's my guilty pleasure watch. I, there's about seven seasons of it, and I have watched all six seasons. I haven't watched the latest season because it's not available for free on the internet yet to watch it, but that's another story. Uh, but one of the characters that I love on the show, and she appeared for the majority of the time the show has been running, is a character called Naomi. Uh, she dated a guy on the show very publicly who uh, went through a kind of a very public midlife crisis during the show, and she dealt with it for a few years, and he started then going through this midlife crisis lying about her uh, or lying about his job as a lawyer, and it eventually spiraled into them breaking up after her dealing with this for a couple different years. So she dumps him on the show. Uh, she then goes through a little bit of single girl time and starts building up her business. She owns a restaurant with her family and also owns a clothing line. And so then she meets this great guy. He seems like he's the whole package. Uh, they start dating. It starts becoming more serious. He's uh, becoming a do- He's studying to become a doctor, doing his residency. And so they date for a few years. And then they decide a month ago that they're going to move to New York. So they move to New York. And Naomi then flies down to Charleston, where the show was filmed. Uh, she's no, not really part of the show anymore. But she still keeps up with a lot of the people who are still on the show. So she goes to an event with people who are still on the show. And she grabs a couple things after the event is over. She grabs a couple things to go back to New York. You know those final things that you leave at, at a at a residence before you completely move out. And one of those things was a computer. And on that computer was uh, some very scandalous things, uh, some uh, in evidence of this guy cheating on her. And it was uh, it was a sort of salacious thing. That happened. Obviously, it's very traumatic to stumble upon that kind of information. And so, being in a very public relationship and then sharing that information and sharing that breakup information publicly and in a public setting, that's when the mob starts to form especially for fans of the girl, Naomi, especially for fans of the show. And really, it just triggers a certain point for a lot of people who maybe have gone through something similar where they have been cheated on. Uh, so it's very interesting. And I guess I I the right word would be fascinating to watch from a marketing perspective, because when you saw this news break, you started seeing the message boards starting to light up and you started seeing the tweets starting to light up. And you can see on the screen that this is one of the photos that Matul, her boy or her ex-boyfriend now, that he posted just uh, before in happier times, obviously. But if you notice in the bottom right hand corner, he has limited the comments that are available on that post. And he started doing this because of new Uh, just the the mob of swarm of people that are coming to his instagram they found his social media they found out where he works they find out his family they find out all of this information because in the internet's eyes you've done something wrong you've done something very wrong and so now they're going to bring internet justice quote-unquote internet justice to your doorstep and so what happened is that you started watching as comments on even his old posts with an ex-girlfriend who was the chick that he ended up cheating with. So posts on that, he started limiting the comments on that post. And then other posts, newer posts defending Naomi, he had to go back in and limit the comments on those posts. And this is not something unusual that happens when a story breaks like this or when you've done something wrong in the eyes of the internet. And so it brings to, uh, I guess, a greater awareness of, of your... What measures are out there? or What tools are out there that you can protect yourself and your business from being attacked by the mob, whether right or wrong of your actions, or whether you think that it was right or wrong of your actions, or even what the mob is doing, you still have to maintain some sort of control over your own accounts. And that's what he started to implement because that's one of Instagram's newest features is to allow a business to limit the comments and posts that are, that limit the comments and the DMs that are coming your way should you find yourself under uh, in a, a, a mob attack. And so I thought it was really fascinating to watch from a live perspective, from a marketing perspective, because what do you do if you're a brand or you're a creator that you maybe said something wrong or somebody else did something wrong and now you're facing the brunt of it? Well, Instagram now has a new feature that they will help to combat this kind of brigading. So they're rolling out a brand safety tool to help keep those masses at bay. I'm going to be quoting today in digital marketing here, but they say that some Instagram accounts, which obviously Matul has this capability right now to block some of those, those haters and those comments that are coming in trying to take down his entire life because of a very bad decision that he made, but a very bad decision that's also personal to him in his private life. So some quoting today in digital marketing, they say that some Instagram accounts now have a section within their privacy settings called limits will allow you to temporarily limit certain people from posting comments or sending DMs. For instance, you can prevent accounts that don't follow you from posting. And I know what you're thinking. People will just follow, post something and then unfollow. So for that, Instagram will also let you block people who have only followed you in the last week. This is not a set it and forget it type of setting. There is a limit option where you can limit it from one week. To, or as, li- as low as one day to four weeks. And so this feature from Instagram was supposed to be in testing, but obviously where it's very viewable now in Matul's situation where he has a mob of reality TV star or reality TV fans that are coming after him because of the, you know, the, obviously the, the hurtful nature of his actions and they feel invested in that relationship. And so they're going to let, uh, they're going to let him hear it and they have been letting him hear it. It was um, pretty crazy to watch As he made the decision to limit certain posts and not limit the rest of posts, because when the mob couldn't access those certain posts, they went and found new ones in order to access or they would find relatives or the the company that you work with. And we often see this tactic, especially on social media, and it's commonly referred to as getting canceled. And so this would happen. This actually happened at a local level with a with a bakery here in in my hometown of Jacksonville, Florida, where one of a, a distant owner of a company shared something that was somewhat inappropriate during a, 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 i I'm not going to say exactly what they shared, but they shared something that was somewhat inappropriate. A lot of people didn't, a lot of people didn't agree with it. And so what happens is that the brand, then all of the people who disagreed with that one person of that employee of that company then had to take all of their aggression out on the main brand's page. So if something like that is happening to your business it's not necessarily something that you want to address in the situation of when it happens to you. You want to address a plan of action before it ever happens just in case. So it's good to see platforms like Instagram that are going to be rolling out things like this that can help you protect because right now there's really only a, a way to protect yourself is usually on, I think on Facebook and on Twitter, I know that Instagram as well, you can protect your account. So you can go private and that's how you can protect your accounts. But if you're a public figure, if you're a public brand, you don't necessarily want to take that step. So these additional help, these additional brand safety tools from Instagram should help with that. But I would say that you, you, to develop this strategy ahead of time, you really need to have a proactive approach. So here's a few tips in case you find yourself sometime in the future getting mobbed by a bunch of internet trolls for right or wrong, you need to have a plan in place of how to address a situation like this. And one, the first step I will give you is to lock down and protect all of your accounts because that immediately prevents anyone who wasn't already following you from access to your content and it prevents them from accessing and, and continuing the the snowball effect of, of people, you know, more and more people starting to pile on. The next step that I would suggest is to dive into what sparked getting canceled in the first place. Now, if it's a personal situation, like with this reality TV drama, that's sort of a separate indication. But if it's a business and you're all of a sudden you have a, a, a an employee that's gone rogue and maybe they shared something that they probably shouldn't have shared in a public setting, then that's still your responsibility as a business because the bi- people are going to come for the wallets, they're going to come for. Say a a, a good topic is a, a sports personality who says something wrong. They're going to come for not only the parent company who is broadcasting that show, but they're also going to come for any of the sponsors. And they're going to go after. And this is what is this tactical, almost warfare like. If you've done something wrong in the eyes of a certain demographic. And so it's just things to keep in mind that you want to dive into what sparked getting canceled in the first place. You want to show the ability to listen and you want to be able to show empathy that that comes into empathy will come into play in a situation like this and how you can learn and get better. But it also comes into play that if you don't feel like you did anything wrong, then you need to put those barriers up still and prevent the additional trolls from coming after you because Usually with a situation like that, it lasts for about a week. So you really have to determine if you want to stay in the mud or if you want to get out of it as quickly as possible. So if you come to the conclusion that you did do something wrong or the company could do or could have taken better action, then you want to have that legitimate apology. You want to show that you have shown that empathy and and you want to apologize for having that that sort of or, or not being able to address a situation like that sooner. But if you don't think you did anything wrong be aware of the potential consequences that may come from it and and be able to address those situations better in the future so knowing the internet is a risk uh, knowing that the inherent risk of creating content on the internet there there is that bad side of thing of of getting canceled maybe rightfully so or maybe wrongfully so it's it's sort of a a muddy moral waters that we're that we're living in right now but there are measures in place and those measures are becoming increasingly possible on these different social media networks in order to prevent just your entire life being ruined because even though this guy made a bad decision and and hurt you know somebody that he obviously i I would think cares for very deeply, he is also suffering, and his family is suffering, and there's a whole bunch of other suffering that's going on that his entire life, his entire career might be ruined because of a selfish selfish decision that he made and this could go on and on for other companies as well for other companies that have maybe employees that made a bad decision. It's the company that's going to to face the negative consequences, not necessarily the person who did the action. So just be able to to have that action plan. If something starts to go awry, you can lock everything down quick. You can understand what's going on and then you can address it moving forward if you think you did something right and if you think you did something wrong. So just a little bit of lesson from the internet drama of the week. and I'm glad I got that off my chest because I really wanted to talk about that all week.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. As always, you can find each show I publish along with more insight over on my website, digitaldispatch.io. If you like this podcast, then I think you'll love another show that I host, Cyberly, which covers the attention economy, B2B marketing, tech, and how it all ties into the world of logistics. That show airs every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live on Freightwaves TV. There are also some links to my social media accounts along with my products and services that might be of interest to you. You can find them in the show notes or again, over on my website at digitaldispatch.io. If you found this episode interesting and or entertaining, be sure to share it with a friend. Word of mouth is the best kind of marketing and since podcast discoverability has and remains an issue in this medium, I trust and rely on folks like yourself that will share it with those who would also find it useful. Until next time, my name is Blythe Bromley, and I will see you real soon.